I'm Rachel. I'm Andrea. And this is the podcast where we vent about our bizarre neighbors. This is the show where everyone has a nickname. Do you think they gave us a nickname? Of course they did. We're those bitches in 209. I was a delight in class. I raised my hand even when I didn't have the answer. Okay, I need you to be a delight right now. All right, here we go. Okay, so we just got home from the SFA party, which was a disaster. I would call it more. It was the holiday party from hell. It was hellish. It was. What is the SFA for those people at home? Well, the SFA is a fun little organization in our neighborhood that is basically a fake housing authority. They have formed an alliance with one another to make sure that our neighborhood has a voice because we live next to a very large corporation that has a lot of money and does whatever they want in our neighborhood. Continuing construction, attracting a lot of pedestrians, um, advertising lots of events. So if we didn't form any kind of an alliance in our neighborhood, they would pretty much do whatever they wanted to. So the SFA is important because they are, I guess, our fight against the man. (laughs) We pay. We we pay dues, just like a homeowners association. We pay dues to them. Probably like one twentieth the price of absolutely. But to be fair, I have absolutely no idea where my dues go. I'll tell you where it goes. Where? Um, It does not go to a Christmas party or holiday party. Where does it go, though? I mean, these people, by the The way, the board members pocket, just like any other organization. Everybody in this organization is the median age is 85. They have money. Are they? They have money because they're collecting my dues. (laughs) Your dues does not put money in their pocket. They can't retire off of your dues. It's just as low as Social Security. They got $30 from every person in a five mile radius. Okay, let's not get crazy. San Francisco is only seven miles. If they got dues, if they got 30 bucks from every single person in a 10 block radius, that's a lot of houses. We're lucky inflation right now. The dues haven't gone up because we just got the email saying dues are due. Are they? Are they $30 still? Something like that. Yeah. Why? Okay, so they throw us a holiday party that sucks and then they come back with By the way, dues are due. Well, it didn't come back like that. It was, we were so happy to see you at the holiday party. Well, we haven't seen you since the last holiday party. And for good reason, because you throw terrible parties. Then why did we go to this one? Because A, we went to the last one last year. And by the way, we were expecting it to be a lot different. When we went last year, we didn't know that everybody was 85. We thought there would be some younger people last year. Surprisingly, we showed up last year about an hour before it was going to end. They had a ton of food and wine left over. So we ended up partying it up with like 90-year-olds until what? A good 7.30, 8 o'clock at night? And we were whooping it up. I mean, we left before 2020 or Dateline came on or 60 Minutes. They're probably 60 Minutes fans. I'm assuming they're conservative their 60 minutes. I don't I think Dateline might be too rough for them. They want information. What was your favorite part of this year's party? Can I tell you what my not favorite part was? No, the question is what was your favorite part? Okay, my favorite part was that the woman that I met last year for the very first time who is literally in her mid to late 80s who wanted to be my 
best friend last year the minute she met me. And I think partially it was because A, she had never met a lesbian before. Two lesbians. She only met me, though, initially. No, she liked you more than me, but she did meet me. She met you, but not initially. I was technically the first lesbian she had ever met. Well, you know, there was other members who met me and I was the first lesbian they technically met. Did they ask for your email address, phone number, your first and last name, and ask you intimate details about your lesbian life? She asked you intimate questions about your lesbian life? I would say as, as intimate as an 86-year-old can get, she wanted to know everything about you and I's lifestyle. And I also think she was shocked that two gay people lived in this neighborhood. Well, when she was asking you questions, were you drinking up with all the wine? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to ask me a bunch of intimate questions, at least give me wine. Well, give me a question. What'd she ask you? She wanted to know where you and I lived. Totally normal. She wanted to know what you and I did for a living. Totally normal. Then she started wondering how we met, like what she started asking me questions about, like our day to day life, like about our dog, um, uh, other people we knew in the neighborhood. Um, Like she wanted she wanted the lesbian situation but she wanted gossip too. Say, she wanted she gossip. Wanted gossip, which I learned from this holiday party. Everyone gossips about each other. They tell you don't say anything because so and so is going to repeat it. All they do is gossip about one another. Okay, so when we went to this holiday party, A, I was expecting the same level of gossip as I got last year. And my favorite part of this year's party, going back to your question, was that I ran into that same lady who's probably now 87. She was 86 last year. <laughs> and she gave me the biggest inappropriate hug I think I have had in years from a straight old woman. That's great follow up from last year. It really was. Questions. She kicked she it up copped, a notch. So she copped a field? She really did. Oh, she, she got went home happy. She got a good handful. Is she married? She's married, I'm guessing, to a gay man because she is a little lesbianic. Oh, it's kind of like in a garden? I would say worse. Oh, wow. I, this lady looks like she, she looks like she probably orders people to bake for her. She looks like a great-great-grandma. Mm, no. If your great-great-grandma was a big lesbian in the closet, yes, absolutely. Did you talk to anyone else or did you get felt up by anyone else? I didn't get felt up by anybody else, but I did talk to a few other people who were really mad. About what? There was literally only three bottles of wine at this party and there were three. 35 people there. Totally agree. That is infuriating. I had one glass of wine. I think I had a quarter glass of wine because when I went to go pour the wine in my glass, it ran out and then three drops came out and I was literally like, please let there be four drops or five drops left. And I just held it there. I'll give you feedback. I'll let you know why. Because there was not a huge turnout last year, so I'm sure there's a lot of bottles of wine that went home. So they figured there's not going to be as many drunks just like last year, so we don't need to buy as many. And Walt can only carry four bottles at a time, and he was responsible for the bottles of wine. Why don't they ask for RSVP? Because then you can get a general idea how many people are going to be showing up and how many bottles of wine Walt needs to bring if he needs a wagon a dolly or just his arms I'm going to tell you something when these people were at 
prime age of holiday party throwing, which was probably in their 20s, people sent courier pigeons (laughs) or a scribe to ride around town announcing the party. That was the last time these people threw a party. There were three bottles of Chardonnay and there was one bottle of Cabernet. Ew. You really observed. Oh, I was pissed. Okay, well, can I tell you what my two issues were? Well, let's start out with what your favorite part was. None. Come on, you had to have one. I got out of the house for two hours. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. What well, Did you enjoy mean mugging people or did you enjoy the fire? Both. Okay, all So right. that's two favorite things I enjoyed. Okay. So my first thing was when we walked in, there was no one there to greet us. So we had to check ourselves in and because we knew last year the hello name, we filled those out and put them on because last year they had a big problem that we weren't wearing ours. They were really mad. Uh, well, they thought we crashed the party or something. So my issue was no one was there there to welcome where was the welcome committee nowhere had we not been there last year we didn't know we were supposed to put hello my name is do you know that even last year when we went and we didn't want to wear the name tags that the guy who hated me that was hosting up at the podium like I wouldn't say hosting the guy who hated me that was standing at the podium making everybody fill out name tags he didn't like you oh my god he hated my guts and I I don't have any idea did you see him this year no and I've never met him in my life or seen him But I know he hated me because he kept asking me how long I had been a member of the SFA. And I kept telling him this is the second event I've been to. And he made me show him my name on the list of attendees. I'm surprised he didn't make you show avoided check from for my dues from your dues. I know. He made you use the treasure. He hated, you know, you can just feel yeah. someone hates you the minute they look oh, at totally. you. There's a lot of people that love you and hate me. And opposite. You're very um, approachable. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, can my can I tell you what my other problem was? Please. When we left, we got no swag bag. They couldn't even afford to give us food or drink. How, why are where are we getting a swag bag? What would be in the swag bag? A handbag for a woman. A hanky? No, for a man. Yeah. Okay. Which I I I'm have... sorry. Handbag, more like a coin purse. Ooh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. With a doily on it. <laughs> Hanging out as an accessory. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. (laughs) And then the handkerchiefs are like monogrammed. Yes. Well, they're not going to pay for monogram. Because they don't even know who's showing up because they didn't ask for RSVP. Well, they're like, here's a Sharpie. Monogram your own shit. Yeah. Okay. So that was my problem. No one to greet me and no swag bags. Well, okay. We did not get a swag bag last year, but we got a ton of food to bring home. They gave us food. Yes. And there was a lot of food left over and we got set home with shrimp. Well, I shoved them all in my pocket. So when we first got there this year, we were very disappointed at the wine options. In fact, I was waiting for somebody to notice that (laughs) there was no more wine and to go in the back and bring out a new case of wine. Like I was just, I was waiting. I was making eyes at my lesbian senior citizen lover, Helen, or whatever her name is. And I was like, hey, like we're out of wine. And she's like, you're pointing right now with your thumb. She probably thought you meant, hey, let's go in the back. Hey, if she gave me some wine I would have gone in the back with her it would take more than well we didn't eat either because we were expecting to have all this food and bring some home okay so we showed up an hour late fashionably late yeah fashionably late can we talk about fashion your sweater came from like what's that store 157 what's 157 I don't what's that one of those cheap stores what that is so rude are you talking about forever 21 yes I don't even think it was as good as from forever 21 (gasps) 
How dare you? Well, in your defense, they couldn't see. They can't see. So they didn't know that it was inappropriate because you were showing half your back. What like was crisscross? Oh my God, what was inappropriate? I was wearing a sweater. That's probably why the guy didn't like you because it was inappropriate. First of all, last year I wore a turtleneck and he still didn't like me. This year I dressed a little bit more was provocatively. It guy, was it the guy in the ugly Christmas sweater? No, that guy hated me. Oh my <laughs> God, do you remember you. how much he hated me? Do me? you remember how terrible his teeth are? No, I just, he was wearing an ugly sweater last year and I remember that guy freaking hated my he guts and I kept thinking, you. what did I do to this man? He's the second old dude that hates me at he this probably, party. He probably prefers blondes. He absolutely does because he wouldn't give me the time of day. Not that I wanted his attention. Yeah, I was going to say. Are you trying to get attention? Do you not get enough attention at home? Is that what you're saying? I don't get enough attention at home, but that's not meaning I'm well, striving for the, old man attention why at don't a party. You wear your slutty sweater and then you might get more attention. You know, did, I'll be honest with you, the ugly sweater guy was there again this year. But he didn't have an ugly sweater on. But he did approach me and say hi this year. And he had, his hair looked a hell of a lot better than it did last year. It was all gelled. Did you see? He looked like Jimmy Neutron. No, I can't get past the teeth. That's all I can look at is the teeth. I didn't even know he had bad teeth. I don't know, but he fixes his hair like he puts his hand and runs it through his hair to make Make sure it's all gelled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time he walks up to me. Oh my God, look at you attracting the seniors from the neighborhood. You know Your it. milkshake brings you're, all the old men to the yard. And it's like better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> if they had milkshakes, we'd even be happy. I'll tell you who does like me. The old man with the short mustache. What is wrong with men that have mustaches that are an inch above their lip? Do they not know their mustache is too short? He's the short mustache shrimp guy. And you notice he always shows up late? Yes. And well, he stays for like 10 minutes and then exits. No, he was there for a good hour because I was staring at him waiting for him to go get the shrimp. And he never did. What about the wine? That was Walt. That was Walt's, Walt's job. Was, Walt and Barb were in charge of the wine because Peggy let me know that. Well, Barb didn't like me. Oh, well, Peggy was pissed. Well, Peggy seems like she's pissed at everything. Yeah, that's why I like her. I think that's why we got along. Because Peggy approached me immediately and pointed out we had no wine. Oh, I thought you were going to say she pointed out that you were gay and we were the only two gay ones there no Peggy liked me because I was the only of the two gay people there I think she was like you two are gay you're as mad as I am that there's no wine I think you guys are gonna get along with me here's someone else that just loves Rachel well does I mean I can't help did she ask where you got your sweater she didn't like me Is that why you're talking shit about her? I'm not talking shit. I'm just giving my feedback. She didn't like me. No, I... She probably saw my conservative sweater with a popped collar. You can't stand it when people don't like you and they like me instead. That bugs the shit out of you. Well, I mean, we have different demographics. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hurts my feelings. Like, what is there not to like about me? There is nothing not to like about you, but you're not everybody's cup of tea and that you have to get over that. You have to. Do you get mad when people don't like you? No. Yes, you do. I, I really don't like ugly sweater guy and podium old man. I knew they didn't like me last year. And I found the humor in it. Like, well, I, I almost knew, think it's funny to talk to people on purpose that well, don't like I me because it's so uncomfortable. Peggy didn't care for me and the other lady who's 86 this year. You didn't let her fill you up. That's why she didn't like you. <laughs> she didn't give me any wine. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Listen, here's the thing. I, 15 years ago, would have died that these people didn't like me and fallen over myself trying to figure out why they didn't you like me. you a people pleaser? Yeah, I don't care. And now I, you just do this? Yeah, I've just gotten to an age where I'm like, dude, I'm not for everybody. But my sweater is. <laughs> What is your problem with my sweater? It's the crisscross. I thought you liked that about it. Well, I was being nice. I guess the truth comes out on the podcast. I guess it does. So is it that you find it whorish or you think it's cheap looking? Oh, no, no, no. I really enjoy the color. The color is very nice. I love the color. It's definitely a fall slash winter color. And you have to admit that color looks amazing on me. But yes, it looks amazing with you. Compliments your hair. You always have nice lip stain on. Now, when you turn around and we see your back, (laughs) that's when we're like, oh, she's trying really hard for Peggy. Andrea, it is the style of the sweater. It is a high neck crew front and has a little crisscross on the back. It's not like I'm Fredericks of Hollywood. No, I'm trying to be like a, I'm not trying to be like a Playboy bunny. You are so conservative. You looked like a hussy. Oh my. The color looked great though. Well, Well, half the back was missing. So I hope you only paid half the price. I hope it was on sale. My sweater on the other hand. Oh Jesus. Very nice. Little collar. Black. Very conservative. Matching. No, I think I went a little funky and wore maroon flats. Oh my God. I'm spicing things up because it was the holiday party. Even though it ended up being the holiday party from hell. How did I end up with you? I'm still wondering that too. I'm sure the listeners are wondering too. You are literally like bringing an 85-year-old man to an 85-year-old party. See, I fit right in. I don't know why everyone didn't love me. Peggy didn't. I know. Just... You know, it's funny. I didn't catch that Peggy didn't like you. She never talked to me. Well, like in all honesty, Peggy and I bonded immediately because Peggy walked up to me and mentioned that there was no wine and we commiserated together for about five minutes. So I think she kind of bonded with me over that. And then she realized, oh, I've met a fellow complainer. Her and I can talk about everybody here. Then it turned out Peggy has been a member of the SFA for like 20 years and knew the dirt on everybody there did she say she was going to give feedback that there wasn't enough wine which i think i appreciate that because at least i know where my dues are going next year wine hopefully you don't get to designate where your dues go yeah but i know walt now i talked in his good ear half the night so he heard me they're living large off my $30 check. And it's household. We don't even have to pay $30 per person. It's per household. Yeah, I know. So we're paying for our dog too. But he doesn't get to go to the parties. I know. It's rude. I know. My dog says hi. <laughs> Sorry he can't be here, but he's not allowed. Well, now I know for next year, I'll let everyone know. Clearly, my dues that Rachel paid. <laughs> <laughs> That's for damn sure. Got me this, hello, my name is, sticker. <laughs> You're never going to get a swag bag. Please drop that. You will never get one at one of those parties. Please drop that sweater. Oh my (laughs) God. I'm going to put it in a swag bag and give it to you for Christmas. That's what you're getting. You know who gave me a compliment? Who? Ugly sweater guy? No. Podium guy that hates me? No. Who else was there? Oh my God. If you say Brad. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I hate Brad. I saw him today. You like the dog and you like the wife. I love the son and the wife. I hate... And you like the dog. dog I like the dog. Unfortunately, the dog comes with him. Uh, Yeah, I don't like the dog when he's with Brad. Brad complimented you? I hate that asshole. Actually, I don't think it was a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely 
down. Oh my God, that's why I hate Brad. He basically said, when I had to tell him who I was, because my hair, I wore it That's down. not why. Well, let me tell you. Okay. I said, oh, I know your dog, you and your dog. I see you all the time. We're in the neighborhood. My dog is XYZ. And he goes, you're the mother of that dog? I didn't recognize you. You normally look different. Did he make that hand gesture yes. up and down and when I he said, said you yes, look different? Uh-huh. I saw him today. I just did a no smile, threw my hand up. And you know why? Why? Because I did my hair today and I was wearing jeans. I wasn't in yoga pants. So he knew who I was today. I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. Brad knows who the F you are I know. every time he sees you. Oh, I know. He's playing hard to get. I don't know why no one wants him. What is wrong with him? Because it's cooler when you don't recognize someone and you're like versus the nerd who waves and smiles and starts to have a conversation. When you act like he's not a big deal, you don't know who he is, you just make eye contact and throw your hand up. Then he comes over and wants to chit chat. Clearly Brad doesn't know he's the biggest goddamn dork in this neighborhood. I'd like to tell him you're a dork, an ass. We love your wife. We love your children. Clearly your children did not get their personality from you. They got it from his wife. Key. And I feel bad because I saw her at the end when we were leaving. I saw her at the party and I didn't even say hi to her. My favorite part about Brad is that (laughs) I have been running into that douchebag for about eight years now because when they were training that, when she was training that dog, she used to have to carry that poor dog up our street and the dog weighed as much as she did, but he was a puppy and she was training him and sometimes he'd get so out of control. She'd have to pick him up and carry him up she the street. She had no control of the leash. No. Nope. The dog was walking her and she said, screw it. I'll just pick you up and carry you home. It was hysterical. It was and adorable. That's what made me like her before I even met her. You didn't see Brad doing that, did you? I bet he's an absentee father. So him and the dog probably, it's probably the favorite family member he has. Or it's the only family member that will put up with him because he's such a douche. Don't you think there's something wrong with a person that has met you probably more more, more than three times in a six month period and they act like they've never met you in their life. But I'm going to go one step further and use my reality with Brad. I have met that a-hole probably two dozen times since 2020 and he still acts like he doesn't know who the hell I am when I see him. Two points. One, I'm not offended if you don't remember my name. I'm offended when you act like you don't know my dog's name and this is the first time your dog's meeting my dog. You know my dog. You know my dog's name. You know they just want to sniff each other's butts and we're on our way. So I'm not offended if you don't know my name. And my name, like people remember, they don't. I don't really care. But I'm offended that you don't remember my dog's name. Second, do I have to remind you of the freaking Google guy who lives in our neighborhood? No. The Google guy does not ever act like he remembers us or the dog's name. But His I, wife does. But I give the Google guy a pass because I personally have only run into him maybe four times in the last year. I, honest to God, think that Brad either has Alzheimer's or amnesia because I run into him at least once a week. And even if I don't remember your name, even if I don't remember you have the only dog in the neighborhood that looks like your dog, I remember 
remember your face. How do I remember your face? Because I've seen it 24 times in the last two years. How do you not remember somebody that you have seen 24 times? I don't know. He's one of those guys who doesn't want to talk probably because he's like, my wife's going to yell at me. But his wife does not seem like that at all. There are other people in this neighborhood and we know them all because we walk our dog and they walk their dogs. We know exactly what their dog looks like. We know who they are. It's changed a little since the pandemic. We used to know probably out. a dozen people. Probably half the people with dogs moved out of the neighborhood. Yep. So I wonder, did they get any of their money back from the SFA dues if they left in the middle of the year? There's no... Um, proration of your dues. It's not prorated? Yeah. Okay. We knew all the dogs, all the owners. Everybody was super cool. Then the pandemic happened and then all these people from out of the neighborhood started bringing their dogs into our neighborhood and we didn't know anybody. But they were they were pretty cool. They were a little snotty. They were from the snottier neighborhoods around us. That's fine. But all I'm saying is now we've got maybe four basic people we run into all the time when we're walking our dogs. That couple, Brad and Irene, are one of four people. It's not really her name. I don't know what the fuck her name is. I'm making it up. But you know Brad's name. Yeah. uh, How I hate Brad. How can I not remember his name? I'll tell you what. Their kid loves me. He thinks I am so cool. He thinks you're uh, you're gonna put out with your sweater with the crisscross. Oh my god! Their kid is like 13. I know. Wear that the next time you walk. I'm a coog. I'm a cougar. <laughs> I'm a milf. <laughs> Who are you, a mother? I don't even, I'm a mother something, but I'm not a mother of anything. If you threw a holiday party in a public location for 35 people who had given you $30 a piece, I mean, I don't know how much money that is because I can't do math, but it's it's a bit of money. You could afford to go to Trader Joe's, get a case of wine, get a shrimp platter from Safeway, maybe throw some deli sandwiches on the table. I'm guessing at minimum you would do that for a holiday party. Maybe they had to pay for the space. The venue is pretty. I'll give you that. It's not worth our SFA dues. They had water and like ginger Did ale. they though? Did they? Ale. They actually ran out of the water as well. And it wasn't even Perrier. It was like Trader <laughs> yeah, Joe's bubbly. Yeah, it wasn't even God, like it Perrier. It sounds like you're just a hard guest to please. When you're hosting a party, you have an obligation. And if you don't fulfill that obligation, which is to entertain people and provide food and beverage, then don't host a party. You have a way out. You don't have to host a party. Make sure you listen. And subscribe to Those Bitches in 209. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast now. Rate us a five, leave us a positive review, tell your friends and family, and maybe even tell your neighbors about those bitches. Email us at lovepodcast209 at gmail.com if you have a nightmare neighbor story to share.